Welcome to Return to Beacon Hills, a Teen Wolf Rewatch podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Clissa Mollis, and I'm joined by Kate Colvin and Will Wallace. Every week, we'll be watching and talking about the hit MTV series one episode at a time, but this week, we're talking about a topic instead of a particular episode. Our topic is the Teen Wolf movie trailer that was released at Comic-Con last week. If you'd like to support the show and hear more content like this, you can find us on Patreon at RTVH Podcast. There, our Wolfie patrons will gain access to awesome exclusives like early access to episodes, Full Moon AMAs, The Beacon Hills Movie Club, where we watch and provide commentary for movies starring the amazing cast of Teen Wolf and featuring the work of our talented crew, as well as guest video interviews and a monthly watch party. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash podcast and join the pack. We are joined by Teen Wolf fan and our beta listener, pun intended, Jay. Jay, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Jay Young, and I am super excited to be talking about the trailer. <laughs> Yay, we're very happy to have you here with us. Yes. So would you like to start us off with your thoughts about this really epic trailer? Of course. I mean, it took me about 20 minutes to get through the whole trailer the first time that I saw it, uh, which was uh, hours after everyone else saw it because therapy waits for no panel and dinner also waits for no panel when it's out of the house. Um, I was literally back to back to back events. So I had no time to check the internet. And so when I get home, I have to just pause about halfway through because I'm having a very valid freak out over the fact that the narrator, which I've now recognized is very similar to the Nugitsune, uh, is now wreaking havoc on Beacon Hills again. Um, so it took me a while to look at it with an open heart, but I think it's just so, it looks so beautiful and so Beacon Hills, but it also feels like the stakes are higher. It feels a little more like an epic with a not so happy ending than it does like a Teen Wolf like season, which is obvious because it's a movie, but I also think it's really interesting the way that they've now approached that. Cause we didn't get content like that for the show the way that we are for the movie. So I'm really excited to see how that all pans out, Um, especially now that we're full cycle back to a film after the TV show that's based off of a film. (laughs) Yes. It's really funny. I didn't actually think about that, but you're totally right there. The life cycle of an intellectual property. Yeah, I Googled Googled the trailer online to watch it, and it's like Teen Wolf trailer, and it shows 1995. I'm like, no, 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 that's not the one I'm looking for. Well, it's very interesting you mentioned that because when I was there, the movie we broke was basically a shot for shot remake of the original film, but with our characters. So when I saw this trailer, I was just like, what? Yeah, that Mm -hmm. makes perfect sense, Will, because everything about the original Teen Wolf movie aged perfectly. Every single thing. Uh-huh. Now, was yeah. Peter driving the van, a van while like Eli was on top of it in your copy yeah. of the script? Or that's exactly yeah. how it was. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that sounds exactly how Peter would behave with a great nephew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't worry about what like Derek crazy says. Uncle Peter. Do a handstand on this on this food truck. It's gonna be great. <laughs> that does feel right, actually, for Peter. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Now, Peter? Yeah, yeah, he was. I thought, I thought we saw him the background for once. Wasn't and he also like, was lighting, lighting a cigar? Smoking a cigar? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was him, but I don't know. There's a lot happening. So there's yeah. a lot of people in the trailer. I hadn't thought about it until just now, but I'm also kind of excited to see how um, Malia and Peter are going to interact with Eli. Mm-hmm. Just because it's mm-hmm. our first kid of the pack, but also the first kid reintroduced as the Hale, part of the Hail Pack legacy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to be a really interesting relationship, especially with like the fanon idea that Peter lost a kid and a wife in the fire 
I think that that like whole dynamic mm-hmm. kind of added more humanity to his character in Fanon. So it'd be interesting to see how that translates to the movie. That would definitely be interesting. I hope they actually take time to address that, you know, Eli, yeah, <laughs> it's related to Peter and Malia, but yes, please. We'll see. Yeah, they're weird enough about Malia being related to Peter in the series, so. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but speaking of Eli, that shot at the very beginning of him and Scott running through the preserve, I'm I'm assuming it's Eli, it looks enough like Eli, it reminds me so much of the pilot episode of Scott and Styles running Aww. through the woods. And I mean, Aww. Eli like literally runs like Styles. It's hilarious. So just I'm all flailing. So and... excited. Yeah. Yes. He like fits it. And like, that's not how a born werewolf acts, which I'm assuming Eli is at this point. Like that's yeah. not that's not how born werewolves act because yeah. they grow up with those powers. I well, unless they got those Stolinsky genes. Well, I mean, uh, I, I won't say anything about born werewolf and all that stuff, but we do know from the show that Derek, as a youngin, was a gangly mother <laughs> a runner through the woods. I mean, we that is that is canon. That is canon. So it's if that true. is Eli and he's just all arms and elbows, then you're like, that's yeah. that's got to be his kid. You better say that to Ian oh Nelson's gosh. face, William. <laughs> that is something I I forgot to mention when we when we when Chris and I met him at HowlerCon to be like, so the choices you made as a runner, very interesting. Can you mm-hmm. elaborate? And he just and he just like put steps walking away. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, Ian, come back here. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm just so, I'm so excited for Eli. I was not when they announced him. I was like, there's no way because of all of the controversy around like how old Derek is, which I like have such strong opinions about, um, like how they're going to, how they're going to fit that into the film. Like how far up are they like spacing this time wise? Is it gonna overlap? How's it going to overlap with the end of the series? I was so lost and I'm like, I don't think this is going to end well, but I have a lot more hope now that I've seen the trailer. That's for sure. Yeah. And I like that it's a teaser trailer. It's really long for a teaser trailer. That's how they mm-hmm. are these days. And I don't care for that aspect. I do like, miss a good, yeah, a good 30 teaser. seconds is a teaser I th- trailer. I don't think like. they would have kept Allison's bit in it if they did a teaser trailer. I think they would have, I think they would have shortened the monologue, which is so the new gets an A, but I also think that they would have just tried to show who all was in it just enough to like reintroduce their characters again, mm-hmm. but older. I don't and get think the they tone. would have drawn it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All trailers these days show too much, except for yes. hereditaries, which was perfect, but <laughs> I have <laughs> but... to limit hereditary talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. That's We're that's good. my one freebie for the episode. Um, but really I do feel like a lot of trailers show too much. And this one didn't really except for the Allison thing like up until it got to that bit with Allison I felt like they were doing a really good job not showing me too much like I didn't know really how the main story was going to play out based on that which is ideal I don't want to know until I see Mm -hmm. it that's why I'm gonna see the movie I want to know what type of movie is this what characters are in it what kind of tone is it going to have that's really all I want to get from a teaser mm-hmm. trailer I don't mm-hmm. want you to give me you know major plot points I don't need that in a teaser trailer 
that's not what it's for in my mind no that's not what like that's not what a trailer is for in my mind because like the whole point and this is also coming from like this is how my family acts around trailers they won't watch them Mm. they will only they'll have me pull up the imdb because they call me a walking imdb for just (laughs) how much i know about actors and people who are relevant and read one of the one of like the plot summaries that are available because they don't want to watch the trailers because they just tell you too much a trailer is supposed to convey the theme what like the basics the basics of what you're getting into in the first 15 minutes and the actors that are in it in order to properly advertise and they're just they're just giving the whole plot away within the trailer and I'm like I don't need you to do that thank you I want to watch the film like I know that she had already been Crystal Reed had obviously already been announced as coming back but a lot of people were having different theories about like with Scott just seeing her as like a ghost and like, you know, all this different stuff. But now we know that she's back and everyone's going to find out about it, including her father, which mm-hmm. right. know, is going we, to be very We at emotional. least know that stuff. We might mm-hmm. not know the circumstances of her being mm-hmm. back, but we now know from the trailer that Scott knows she's alive. Her father knows she's alive. That's more than we knew before, even with the announcement that Crystal Reed was going to be in it. And I just think the phase of everyone theorizing, is she going to be a ghost or a vision or a mm-hmm. nightmare or a memory or all these different directions? Yeah. That's fun. It's just yeah. fun for fans to do. So that was really in terms of showing too much, which I do think most trailers do. That was really the only place where I had a complaint. Everywhere else, it really just gives you flashes of scenes mm-hmm. and yeah. enough to get an idea of the vibe, really. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's that's perfect. And if it hadn't been for that bit with Allison, not showing her, I actually think they should have gone from right before that scene to showing the image of her because you really can't extrapolate anything about the circumstances from seeing her. Seeing her without any other context could be a dream, could be a ghost, Mm -hmm. could be any of these other things. Yeah, I have a bigger problem with, I guess, with like the hospital scene. Exactly. With them discussing her. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was really my only complaint of like, I wish you hadn't gotten into this, but everything else I thought they did a great job of showing us just enough to get us interested. It's like the difference between nudity and sensuality, right? You don't have to show me a money shot, okay? I'm gonna watch the whole porno for that, right? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying here? Mm-hmm. We live in the age of full dong, Kate. I know, I know. And I appreciate that most of this Teen Wolf trailer is showing me a little, show me a little ankle, a little shoulder, you know, a little hip. Just like, yeah, you know, you want to see all of it, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I do. And having that, the Allison seat in the hospital was just like a nip slip. It was like, oh, you almost had it. You almost had that allure of wanting me to see everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The one advantage you can I think. absolutely cut that shit if you want. No, that's all. That's gold. Why would you ever deprive? <laughs> no, but that was amazing. Of that, no, that was the perfect analogy. That's good. I think. Well, I think there are two advantages to the hospital scene. One being you can see Melissa in the background wearing a doctor's coat, which makes me think that she went back to school and has oh. since been promoted. And two, yes, there, Melissa. Every single shot of Chris hides his left hand just enough to hide his wedding band finger and that gives me chills because I really want him and Melissa to be married I literally set the YouTube video to play at 0.25 so I could watch it frame by frame watch that scene so it does not show it so I'm really really hopeful that they're getting married you know what we need to have as a fandom 
is a sort of like a sports commentary show, but for all marketing materials. So <laughs> I we should be up here like with a green screen being like, now if you look at this slow-mo, you will note circles in red that you cannot see his left hand. Now, analysts are telling us that this could be a deliberate play on the writer's part. We cannot say. We'll just have to tune in for the next game. But if you look right here, you will see that Melissa is wearing a lab coat, circles in red. Could this mean that she went back to school? Yes, single mom. Yes, moving forward your career. We're feeling it. We don't even care if they make a touchdown. They see also give week. her a gun, which I found yes. in the fort, in the background of the scene when Scott comes up with red eyes and Derek comes up behind him with blue. I froze that because someone was behind Scott and I wanted to know who it was. And it's Mama McCall. Someone finally gave her a gun. I just want to thank them personally yeah. for finally giving her a useful weapon. Oh, you know, it was Chris. I mean, that's Absolutely. just... I mean, Maybe it was it a wedding be. gift. It's very Dude, American. Got each other, it's very got American. Handguns. Oh my gosh. It is very American. I mean, come Happy on. That's exactly what it's ammo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, okay, so a weird thing I thought during the editing of the trailer, I did love it. I thought it was great, except for one thing stood out to me. And that was how, like, you know, there's a whole speech going on and it's like talking about going after the ones that he loves and it shows Parish. And I was like, no shade of yeah. parish, but I thought that was a weird choice. I did yeah. not even notice that. I didn't I, I didn't notice that until you just said I, I didn't recognize that. But yeah, maybe they should have definitely put his loved ones I and did, acquaintances. But... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go after the people weird. he knows, his acquaintances, <laughs> his uh people he saw at Ralph's or Publix, whatever they have. His best friends, yeah. ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriend, too. <laughs> exactly. We're hitting everybody in his, your acquaintance tree. His best what friend's father's co-worker. <laughs> I think that whole sequence was weird. It just it just felt like weird timing because they show Jordan, the sheriff, and then Deaton, like all sequentially without the like black screen that they had been showing between scenes. Mm, which yeah. makes me think that they're trying to tie that together to whatever they're actually saying, but that doesn't feel right. And I, also, are we assuming that he is Scott and not Styles from I the perspective like of the narrative? To be so, I've heard people like theorizing Styles. I feel like they're going to just do their very best to ignore Styles completely and not like they've already done the whole like Styles is a present, but we're going to make him like central to the plot this time around. I think they're going to pretend like Styles. Who we don't know. He busy. <laughs> <laughs> which is weird since they're like since the whole teaser trailer looks like a throwback both a throwback to 3b and bringing in elements from 6b with everything yeah. with well from 6a from the ghost hunters because in that scene in that blowback scene that had lydia in it with the sheriff cruiser in the background with which who i assume is malia and either mason or parish like that scene with the glowing tree stumps that felt like super like demon alpha and ghost hunters vibes. So I'm like, I don't know how you're finding the middle ground on that one. I could definitely be wrong. I just have a strong feeling that they're going to try their very best to not address the giant elephant in the room that is Styles yeah. not being there. I mean, that's what they're doing in the interviews anyway. No one's going to roll up to Derek and be like, where's your man? <laughs> no one's going to roll up to Eli and be like, where's your other dad? Yeah, where's your other dad? <laughs> So uh, on the subject of Mason, uh, he's a cop now. He is. Do you guys think he like knows the track record of those guys? I think he has to at this point. I think there's no way he doesn't. Major simply because he got the burn. job. <laughs> I think the fact that there was a vacancy and he got the job 
he has to know and he's probably also read up on the history of Beacon Hills since we last saw him and knows yeah. of the massacres. I'm, I'm going to jump off of Jay's, he got the job. I would argue that if you said to him, Mason, do you not know about the massacres? He would say, okay, but in this economy? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. so valid. Where am I going to get my benefits? He's like, yeah, I might get. Where am I going to get like my a- pension? He's like, yeah, it's like an 80% chance I'm probably going to get massacred, but the benefits, chef kiss, because I might get massacred as an idiot. What's your retirement plan? Walking (laughs) into the ocean with your pockets full of stones? That's what I thought. (laughs) I mean, that's mine. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I thought one point whenever the sheriff was in the hospital, they talked about him having shitty benefits. Yeah. They updated them due to the massacres. I would hope so. I hope so, because it does not look like sheriff and styles are in a good place financially like at all because of everything that went down with claudia like they still have all those medical bills to pay they have styles medical bills that i don't know if they've paid off at this point just because i'm sure they're absurdly expensive because i can house his hopes our healthcare um, system is broken yes yeah so just like i don't think that they've been stuck styles can never actually get his jeep fixed and he's never had a job so I, I don't think that, that it's hey, actually that cool to work He's there. been putting in work. That's true. <laughs> I guess Mason, work. knowing all of that, I guess Mason just likes to live on the edge. So It's like, okay, after the massacres, right? Some of those people were single and don't have families. So their pensions just stay in the bank, right? So then when Mason was like, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, the economy's bad, but it's like, do I really want to have an 80% chance of getting murdered? And they're like, hold up we have dental now. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> His now, other option was a uh, video 2C and they also don't have a great track record of keeping employees alive. So. And they don't have dental. That's true. Okay, So true. let's not, let's not judge the hustle. That's what I say. Let's not yeah. judge the hustle. That's where I am. There are, there's not a single shot in the teaser trailer that has anything to do with the loft or anything that can be distinctly labeled as abandoned. So I'm hopeful for a domesticated Derek Hale with a son and a house and a white picket fence, just because that's my dream. At this point, that's what I want. Did you guys notice Derek bleeding and crawling again? Yeah, I actually actually put that. Yeah, what I had put for Derek was, I'm so excited about hot dad Derek that I can barely speak. I'm going to put that in my all-time faves folder alongside hot dad John Cho, uh, who specializes in, in hot dad. Uh, however, there is Derek bleeding and desperately dragging himself across the floor. That is a familiar image. I guess some things never change. No. Rough. You can only grow it's so the much. the nostalgia factor. Exactly. It's like, what are we nostalgic for in Teen Wolf? Oh, we gotta see Melissa in the hospital because that's really great. Maybe see the high school. That's cool. Oh, we also have to mortally wound Derek. We gotta play all the hits. So Yeah, right. they just, they, they have to fulfill. So we just need to provide a sword for him to fall on. That's like. <laughs> well, there are lots of Oni in this trailer, so. Yeah, there is lots yeah. and lots of Oni. Now, mm. do we think Oni number three is one of these? Um, oh, I hope so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Additional question. How on earth is the Jeep still alive at this point? I mean, it was hanging on by duct tape and Styles' sheer will at the end of the series so considering this is yay 10 years later how how my guess is derek put money into it 
I hope Probably. so. That would be so Accepted. Great. It is law. <laughs> he, he opened up the vault checkbook and was like, all right, we're still going to make it look like a POS, but on the inside, the guts are great. New engine, new everything. Okay. Dylan had to have been taking care of it because it's his baby. It's his Roscoe. Um, so I, I have a feeling that it's always going to, it's always going to look good on the outside. On the inside, I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I do That's wonder, what Derek is into. I wonder what the phone call whenever they find like, okay, so you say you won't be in our movie. Can we at least borrow the Jeep, please? <laughs> Sad. Pretty You'll have it back on Monday. We just need it for a weekend, please. There was, there's a, there's an older interview of him saying that like his most treasured fan interaction would be one where someone recognizes the Jeep. And like goes up to him and talks about it, like while he's out driving it. And I'm like, that means you have to drive the Jeep. So are you driving the Jeep? Is there a chance that should I ever end up on the West Coast that I would see the Jeep driving around in LA? Because I would love that so much. I would die. I wouldn't go up to him. I would not be able to say anything, but I'd be like, I can see it. (laughs) I can see it. And I'm excited. I like the idea. They did say it drives like a piece of crap though, actually. So I don't know how far you get there were a number of times where you see like the Jeep pulling up and it, they put it in stop, uh, they stop. They put it in park and get outside. That's because people were pushing it. <laughs> like, you just don't see. Well, that ruins so many fans' fantasies of running into him driving the Jeep and then just running in front of it and going, hit, hit me, me with king. it. Hit me, King. Roll over me, King. Break my back. I don't yeah, think that's the only way they want to break Well, I mean. Step on my throat. I mean, come on. D.O.B.'s. A millionaire. He could. That Jeep has to be running well. I mean, come on, dude. It was. You guys could. You guys had money. I don't know a lot of money, but you guys couldn't make get a working vehicle. But you expect him to like be putting money into it. Well, if he wanted it, and his dream is for a fan to see him driving it, motherfucker, better pay up. Well, think that you guys. If there's a he ran all those mazes. He's got money. Okay. (laughs) Dude. You guys had to get back for the movie. You couldn't put something into it to make sure it runs. I hope I hope it does. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. His habit is to do a work year and then a life year. And so he's spending all of the money that he made but is not working back during his life year. That could that could mean that he is not saving his money as appropriately as he should be. I hope he is. In this economy. In this economy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all bitter because we're poor. I do not want to end this discussion of the trailer without bringing up Malia's openly bi-curious haircut. I see you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I wish Kira was in this her. for many reasons, but not the least of which mm-hmm. is I see you with your bi-curious haircut, Malia. Me too. Give it a shot, girl. Malia Ooh. for life. Give it a shot. Dude, I'm so sad that Kira's not going to be in it, but like, but speaking of people who aren't going to be in it, I wish we would have seen more of the new characters they announced. That's because true. since it yeah. seems like they've kind of taken Hikari and like overlapped her a lot with Kira, which makes me think she might be a Kitsune just because I think it would just be too many similarities to not then make them the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you're just going to reintroduce a new AAPI character. Um, and then and we've seen the Oni as well. Ishida. Yeah. So I think that that, I think that I wish I would have seen more of them just because you're trying to pull people in and you've announced brand new characters, which would be the thing that inspires a lot of fans to then want to know more mm-hmm. rather than I'm good with my like fan in how they all ended up. I don't need to, that to be crushed by whatever canon pulled out of its hat. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to go with what I got 
I want I want to know more about these characters, especially because I knew about Amy Workman before she got cast. Oh, really? I've been following her on TikTok for three years. Wow. She's a cosplayer hey. who nice. ended up cosplaying with a friend of mine. Um for the Lunar Chronicles, she played the main character Cinder in this like short that they filmed that was really, really cool. So I've been following her for years. And when she got cast, I'm like, I know your face. I know your face. It took me a second to figure it out. And then I went to her Instagram account. I'm like, I'm already following you. Wait, I already know <laughs> you. That was it. That's super cool. I bet we'll get more her, Eli, new folk in a in the more in a more story-oriented trailer i feel like this one as a teaser is just like greatest hits and then some some we're gonna sprinkle in some 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 of the new stuff but i think this one was more like remember remember (laughs) remember the stuff you love this is so great right yeah i I think that's what this one was but we'll probably get another one definitely get another one and i hope we get another one and it's more Mm -hmm. like this is like a, a a trailer trailer where was jackson did anyone see Jackson? He's in one I did. shot. Yeah, he's in one shot. He's in that he's in that blown back shot with Lydia in the like creepy cut down the forest. forest. He's the okay. other guy standing next to her. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I wondered why yeah. they didn't show more of him. Yeah. Speaking of Jackson, how are they going to explain away Ethan? Because they were celebrating a one year anniversary when we last saw them in 617. And uh, that's the longest most of the teenagers were in a relationship on the show. So... Nothing now I forever. feel like I need to know. Nothing lasts forever. <laughs> he's in he's in England. Plus, there's uh, what we know. This is in the future. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Paul the movie is like is like three or four years from now. You know, so they could still be together because I mean the show ended in 2013. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they're they're re- they're about to reach 15 years. You know, so uh, he's just in England. It's been circulating on the internet that it's set in 2026, which I think came from. Teen Wolf Wiki mm-hmm. at one point. So yeah. that's what that's just what I've been going off of to wrap my mind around what is actually happening. And well, so that's... what what year was it canonically when the show ended? 2013. Yeah. It was okay. the show ended. takes place over like two years. Okay, so it's been 13 years between the end of the show and this, right? Well, no, I mean it's been it'll be Oh yeah, 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 yeah. About thirteen. Like canonically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that remains unacceptable to me, but <laughs> because of the timeline with Eli, um, I find that unacceptable. And I, you know, all respect to Paul. Everybody has their own opinion and stuff, but uh, he's wrong that we don't know Derek Hale, and he could have just had like a kiddo on the side you're wrong. Um, it, it just, yes. you know, everyone can just pull my head cannons out of my cold, dead hands. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't really care what they say. The timeline is the timeline in my head will be what it is. Yeah. That's love. Okay. It is love. Mm-hmm. Lydia screaming. Allison's name is not at the top of my list of desired callbacks. I wanted to see featured in the show, but I don't feel it to be a good omen for us we fan hearts because that was not that was not good the first time around. So the second time around, I'm not feeling confident. I didn't realize that's what she was screaming. I didn't either. 
I have been watching all of the edits over the last couple of days that have mm. popped up on TikTok because that is the only thing on my feed anywhere. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah. I just I've been I've been watching the watching it over and over again. And someone said like all of the throw someone was picking up on all of the throwbacks to three B, including the scream. I don't think they were putting together that she was saying Allison, but it was just Lydia like almost falling over and screaming. But then I'm like I those are the same thing though. I, I am fairly confident she's screaming Allison and that was just a really weird, I don't like it moment. Aww. Wolfies, do y'all read lips? Please <laughs> confirm. Yeah, I am been so hyper in tune to the trailer that I was breaking down the difference between the words revenge and retribution just based off of the first line said in the trailer. I, I've, been, I've been buried in it at this point. Yeah, you're be, at work. Yeah. Yeah, you're working hard. It's going to be interesting when we find out who the Nagitsune is talking to. Yes. I'm really glad that we brought Jay into this episode because I wrote down like four things to talk about. <laughs> I was like, I. This let feels me, on let top me, of it. Let me tell you what the greatest hits are I... Oni. There's Oni. Uh, Hot Dad Derek, but also Bleeding Derek. I wish Kira was there and also Malia with the bicarious haircut. Lydia uses Banshee powers. Dope. And I wish they had kept the circumstances of Allison under wraps. That's, oh, I had one more thing. Uh, I know that the narration sounds very much like the Nugitsune, but I wanted to say it sounds like the Nugitsune crossed with Gerard Argent due to the enunciation. I thought it was Gerard Argent. I got that vibe too. Yeah, I absolutely thought it was him. All right, dope. I I definitely heard that. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was Michael's voice um going into it but I like heard the similarities it was when he does the chaos strife pain line I'm like that's just trauma revisiting my brain at this moment yep. it's just that's just I'm it's I'm immediately that's that's the trigger that's the trigger and it's he, like and now I'm back to Styles' panic attack of where are we right now yes yes it's like it's he hold he holds on the ending consonants which mm-hmm. we don't typically do like pain yeah it, that kind of stuff it's it's a very particular way of enunciating. So yeah. that was actually the first place my brain went and not the Nogitsune. And then, you know, we got to the Oni and things like that. I was like, okay, yeah, Nogitsune vibes. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. The Nogitsune was one of my favorite villains for sure. Yeah. Um, but my first thought was definitely Gerard Argent because the man can enunciate. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're two of the worst. They're two of the worst villains in Team Wolf history. I I wouldn't be surprised if that was intentional and in trying to combine it just to make it worse, mm-hmm. and also to make the Nagitsune sound older. Even though he's he has consistently established that he is a thousand years old, so I feel like the last thirteen years wouldn't matter as much. Yeah, it's just a a blip on his his radar. I have some thoughts. Uh, mm-hmm. The trailer looks amazing. Obviously, but I mean, when has Teen Wolf never not looked like a million bucks? You know, I mean, I, you can say anything when you want. Teen Wolf never not looked like a million. Bucks? Yeah, I said what I said. I stand by it. You did. Um, and uh, stayed by and Alabama if- schools. <laughs> there it is. There oh it is. God. Even the no. private schools, not so great. But um, <laughs> it's funny because I actually watched the trailer with someone who um, had never watched an episode of Teen Wolf mm-hmm. and they were saying like they thought it looked very like polished and cinematic and they would totally be up for watching the movie, even not being familiar just because it looked so damn cool. And they even compared it to like kind of like as in Mac as like the Marvel TV shows that we're seeing now. 
Oh yeah, Dave Daniels. Which I thought was a pretty yeah, pretty good for them. That's amazing. No, that's a fantastic. That's but also so cool. do watch the show. Yeah, do watch I mean, the show. Also watch the show, but yeah. I just mean like podcast. you know, um, there's yeah. uh, you know, because I did wonder about appealing to people who weren't familiar with the characters mm-hmm. and everything, but it just does look really, really cool and really interesting. Yeah, we're really gonna see like there are a lot of there are a lot of second wave fans like everyone who kind of came in around 2020 like that like that like spike in the fandom like we're now going to see third wave fans of people who are coming into it having seen the movie first which i think is is going to suck but it's also going to be cool because we're seeing people come in with a new perspective and seeing something that is such as it's such a separate medium from the way not just not just from tv shows but from the way that teen wolf like behaved as a television show yeah. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. so interesting. And I think it's just going to make people even more confused when you bring up Teen Wolf and they're asking like, oh, the movie? And you're like, yeah, the movie, but you're not talking about the 1995 version. You're talking about the 2022 version. The good it's one. It's going to trip people up. Yeah. So the, um, it, 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 this, this, this movie is not really designed for new people. Like if this is your jumping off point, you're going to be, confused you yeah. know um so watch the show mm-hmm. and then watch the movie and then because watch the movie. uh yeah so for both of which you need to subscribe to paramount plus for which yes. is gonna get us yes. more movies yes right. but so, don't do it do yet wait until the day the movie drops yeah subscribe to paramount plus watch all of teen wolf the show then watch the movie mm-hmm. please yeah, so I can and then go back to movies. the beginning and and rewatch the show and listen to this podcast. It's yeah, I'd like to work some more. Also, I like residuals, so please, you know, just watch it for me. Thank you. Yeah, do it for well. Well, oh my god, do it for well. The economy, you know how bad it is. <laughs> We've so hit on this already. Guys. It's so bad, y'all. The economy. I love seeing the Oni again. Three uh, B, I think, like many people, is my favorite season, and just the idea of the Oni just as a concept is very interesting. And so I'm very happy to see them back uh, mingling with our beloved pack. Uh, I'm sure only good things will come of it. Um, I liked seeing all the, just like the individual shots and moments of all the characters we know. It gave me goosebumps the first time I saw it. Um, just because it's like, I get to see, I get to see people I love again. They're probably going to have some trauma at the end of this, but I still love seeing them experience trauma it's great it's fun um so I, I your favorite character then yeah yeah just nominal that Derek <laughs> trauma um uh just like I get today yes oh gosh. Uh, that's true uh I didn't have a problem with seeing Crystal uh and I didn't have a problem or almost so I didn't have a problem with the hospital bit where Scott says she's back she's alive and all that because I still think there's plenty of room for theorizing you know, because now it's the how and the why, you know, yeah. which are the true mysteries. So that's 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 going to be fun. Um, maybe not so much is what Kate's saying. With no, it's, it's not that I don't think it's going to be fun. It's that it's still cut off a whole bunch of avenues of theorizing much earlier on than it really needed to. Mm-hmm. I, agree. Sure. I mean, come on. OK, sure. Beacon Hills is like a. F- pet cemetery right nobody stays dead anyway mm-hmm. so think about the the ways that we've seen people come back before when they're not resurrected mm-hmm. we've seen 
the Anukite, we've seen them Kate. playing their ancestors with mm-hmm. the Maid of Gévaudan. They did they did the they did the playing your ancestors thing with uh Kira's storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Because oh, Arden yes. played Noshiko. Yeah. Right, exactly. So Teen Wolf has done so many different things with bringing people back in interesting ways. And I just I just don't think they needed to cut off those avenues of theorizing so soon. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair True. Enough. I think you're also isolating a lot of fans who are who are hopeful for one or another. And I think that drawing that out to an official trailer or even until the film is going to be something that's going to pull more people in and make people more interested because you've already like you there's so many fans who have already established they're not going to watch it not going to watch it but like not going to watch it because styles isn't going to be in it um no, liars they are all liars, <laughs> they're liars. Not gonna watch it when it comes out but they're gonna they're gonna fall to the peer pressure and yeah, to maybe will. their own self-pressure just because it's teen wolf again Correct. you're gonna yes. watch the movie that's yes, the you are stop lying but <laughs> But you have so many fans who have already said that they don't want to see it. That like now that now that you brought back Alice and some some fans a lot more than I was anticipating are angry about it. And I think that you've isolated a lot more people having brought her back to life fully. And also with the teaser trailer, kind of putting putting her off as a villain, like not putting her off as someone who's a friend to the pack, just because of how aggressive it is. Like I. I'm assuming that the you being referred to by the narrator is Allison, just because it feels like that's the character that you're drawing on a lot from and is the final shot of the film walking away from a burning car, looking like a warrior huntress goddess, the literal embodiment of Artemis. I mean, I, I don't think that I don't think she's come back with good intentions, whether that means that she's been resurrected or infected by the Nagitsune, which I think could be possible because we also see shots of Scott being infected in a way that looks similar to the way Styles was and could be just another repercussion of the darkness that existed in all three of them after that sacrifice, which is another interesting way everyone came back to life in Teen Wolf. I think that that just pulled a lot of, that would pull a lot of interest away from people who might stick around. And it just was, it's just not worth it because you want fans to continue that conversation. You want people to be talking about it because then people are talking about it. Right, you have to understand the power of anticipation. Say it. Say it. Patient. My main feeling when watching the trailer was just happiness <laughs> because like it's been very um uh the whole movie's been very kind of intangible in my head because like I was there for the breaking of the story. So I knew for the most part what was going to happen. I wasn't there for the filming. And it's like there's the thing that exists in the world and all these little pieces, you know. Um but uh, now it's now it's real. Now it exists. Mm-hmm. You know, now we can watch it. And yeah. So I'm just I'm just happy it now exists for real in the world. So, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just a fever dream. Yeah. But also, I'm very excited for people to see all the hard work that went into it, you know, and all the all the fun ideas uh, we came up with and then all just the excellent work our cast and crew did to make it excellent. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm just very, very happy. I got to that too, eventually. I had to have a serious cry first because I, hey, I got it. Freaking I got out. It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kira is his favorite character. So he yeah. he totally feels that struggle on a spiritual level too. Yeah. I wish you yeah. I wish he was there very, very much. But you know, I'm still gonna watch because I love I love the world. I love 
the mythos and i love all these characters it's just gonna watch because you want to see his name on the screen also <laughs> yeah well what other movie trailer thoughts do we have folks um there's another child in the trailer and i'm curious yeah on scott's back <laughs> yeah the little girl i think oh, she oh, yeah. could be the oh, daughter yeah. of the new deputy oh i think that i think that might be the connection there just because she looks a lot like a lot like the new guy that's playing him um but i'm really curious because she has to be in the know for him to be wolfing out under her and keeping all of those things from crushing her um but i'm like and there's a that's a child she looks like she's maybe in middle school at this point like she's very young and i'm like that's not a teen wolf that's a tween wolf (laughs) what are we doing with this where are we going cute i figured she's just a rando who is getting rescued Oh, that that would also be cute. But considering the last time Scott tried that, he turned a teenager into a werewolf being a teenager himself. I don't think that's something he should be going after on it. If that's what's happening, he's learned a lot. Hope so. Hope so. His hair's short. He's a new man. Yeah, he's got a buzz. So, yeah. I wonder how much Liam we get in the movie. Me too. It seems like it seems like he's really connected with Hikari. Like all of the BTS they post, like Dylan Sprayberry and Amy Workman post is of them together. So it seems like they work really closely, which I'm intrigued by because his posse is still is still in the movie. It's like Malia and Mason are still in the movie, but there's no Theo. Um, so is he drifting? Where what is his place in the pack? Like has someone stepped up to be? Scott second that isn't Liam as is assumed in fan fiction is it Derek and what does that what does that look like because that's going to be really interesting Mm -hmm. I'd kind of like to see like that everyone had kind of like just went their own ways and he didn't really have much of a pack um but then you know this brings them all back Scott Scott like didn't really have much of a pack as an elf anymore because everyone decided to go do their own thing like Mason's still in town but you know like he's not yeah. really like there is no solid pack at the moment and then everyone has to come back for the naked snake Lyndon tweeted and said in response to someone else's and so in response to someone else's tweet he tweeted and said he, he promised that no one dies in the first two minutes of the film, considering a deputy dies in the first 11 seconds of the TV. <laughs> I'm not feeling confident for the lives of anyone I care oh about God. in this film. I'm not. <laughs> I just don't. Well, don't get attached to any deputies for sure. Oh, well, except Mason. There's two of them and there's a new one well. now. Like, I don't want, I don't want to lose Mason. I don't want to lose Jordan. There's this new one who I think is going to have to die because one of the deputies that we know has to die because that's just how that works. They are our red shirts. I was just gonna say their their sheriff's deputy uniform should just be red shirts. Yeah, that's like the honest trailer version of this. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I just, I don't feel, I don't feel confident in the preventing death thing. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, somebody's gonna die. Somebody who is important. Somebody's for Mm. sure gonna die. the The whole first two minutes thing. All that says to me is there won't be a scream drew barrymore that's all that says to me like it doesn't mean your fave is not going to die your fave is definitely going to die y'all okay it just means there isn't going to be like a gasp drew barrymore in the first two minutes type death yeah that's all that means to me 
We'll just have There's to wait no and see. There's half of a dead body in the first two minutes, apparently. There, there will be blood. <laughs> there will yes, be there will. Blood. Teen Wolf, and it'll be shot beautifully. So yeah. thank you, Russell and Dave. <laughs> thank you for your service. So excited. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and giving yes. us your thoughts, yes. which really helped guide our episode. Yes. You definitely really like you know gotten there and i appreciate how you slowed down the trailer and everything and saw your your internet pi skills yes top notch (laughs) top notch thank you thank you so much (laughs) that concludes this bonus episode of return to beacon hills we hope you had as much fun listening as we did talking about all things teen wolf follow us on twitter and instagram at rtbh podcast and tumblr and tiktok at return to beacon hills if you'd like to ask us questions or offer suggestions for future topics to discuss you can email us at return to beacon hills at gmail.com rate and review us on itunes or wherever you get your podcast goodness five star reviews get a shout out have a great week and we'll see you again soon on return to beacon hills dude it's beacon hills